Okay, I just received a killer cold call from a real estate agent. Let me walk you through the talk track and how you can apply it to your prospects. So my phone rings, I pick up, and the opening line was this. Hey Josh, I'm calling about the property on Marbella Drive. Do you still own it? And I said, I do. And then he said, my name's Matt. I'm an agent in your area. And as you probably know, there's a lot of demand for homes just like yours. I don't suppose you're looking to sell it anytime soon? So Chris Voss calls this a no-orientated question. He's not trying to get me to say yes, which can sometimes create resistance. So I said, well, I'm not looking to sell it at all anytime soon, which I would imagine happens most of the time when he's calling people, just like when you're calling people for software because they're not in buy mode. But the second part of his call was even more brilliant than the first part. He said this, it sounds like that's your forever home. And my desire to correct automatically kicked in because I don't wanna be here my whole life. It's not my forever home. So I corrected him. I go, well, it's not my forever home. I do wanna get out of here in a couple of years. And then we had some chit chat about the places that I might wanna to move to. And then check out how he closed the call. Sounds like the timing isn't right. Hey Josh, before we hang up, occasionally I send out emails with the property values in your neighborhood so you can see what the comps are. Would it be okay if I added you to that list? And I said, sure, because it was a low friction ask. And now the agent has my email address. And I would imagine from time to time, he's gonna be sending me emails. So when I am ready to move, he's gonna be top of mind and I'm gonna call him. But we don't have a tendency to do this in software sales when the timing isn't right, but we should. We can simply say something like this. Let's imagine that you're selling a podcast editing service. You're a podcast production company and the timing isn't right. You can say, hey, Josh, occasionally I send out an email for companies that are looking to sponsor sales podcasts. Would it be okay if I added you to that list? And I would say, sure. And when I'm looking for a podcast editing service, I will think of that salesperson. The takeaway here is this. The fortune is in the follow-up, but only if you don't mess it up. See if you can't figure out a way to stay top of mind with your prospects when they're not ready to buy now.